something he told me that guests had been woken up in the middle of the night to an old lady standing over them shouting, dig. Hello, you wonderful people, and welcome back to episode 37 of Your Ghost Stories. Today, we have a special guest that you may remember from episode 11, The Diary Under the Floorboards. All the way from downstairs in my living room, and not watching Friends for once, a big warm welcome back to my partner and baby mama, Sammy. Our living room, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Sammy. Uh, You're otherwise known in paranormal circles as the Samsonizer? Definitely not. Please don't use that nickname ever again. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I don't even have a nick- bad nickname for you. So we had a fun day, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we did. Visited, uh, went to Lavenham. Yeah, yeah. About 30 minutes from us. Yeah, so it's a Lavenham, a place in Suffolk, I think it's otherwise known as Historic Lavenham. And it was kind of like just going back in time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Very old, crooked houses. I think what took my fancy is one of the houses was used in Harry Potter. Mm, I think a couple of them were, actually. So there's Oh, yeah. The um, the orange one that's called The Crooked House, the which crooked we saw house. from the outside. I think I posted a picture on the, uh, the Ghost Stories and, Instagram. And, and the National Trust. Yeah, and the National Trust one, which is called The Guildford Hall. Is that right? Yeah, that's the one. And um, yeah, so The Crooked House was a fun one. And it's got lots of ghost stories. And... Um, also where the rhyme, there was a crooked man in a crooked house, came from. Oh, you said from. that. I've not looked it up to see if that's actually true yet, but oh, you I did mean, mention Google that. Google said it, so. <laughs> Can yeah. you take me seriously sitting here? Uh, in your boxes, no. <laughs> Although it's bloody hot in here, so I'm not surprised. Well, you uh, just done that so I take some of my clothes off, because <laughs> I'm sitting in a jumper sweating. Well, just for the listeners at home, I'm not just sitting here in my boxes for no reason, just before we sat down. To record this episode, I uh, you had an incident. Yeah, I pinched <laughs> my belt, pinched under my belly, Aww. and uh, now I have like a little blood blister thing. You and, got a uh, sore tummy. I got a sore tummy because they really wanted to know that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd join you. Took 37 episodes to have me mm. join you, actually hosting rather than telling my story. You've been gagging for it, haven't you? Like, I just wanted to sit up here with a glass of wine, but you saw, told me strict instructions. I can't move. <laughs> for weeks, you've been uh, begging me to come on, to come back on the podcast, haven't you? Hey, well, yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea. I'm just downstairs trying to be quiet whilst mm. you're chatting to people. But no, you said I can't move because the mic's extremely sensitive. So sorry if I... And we've currently got our 10-month-old daughter's playmat as a, like a sound barrier between mm. us. So we're kind of giving each other side eye, trying to have a conversation. Yeah. But yeah, um, today was really fun. Yeah, so like we said, we went to Lavenham in Suffolk. Check out a new place and some haunted mm. ghost story. Yeah, and I think, I think out of all the places we've visit, visited in the last few years, this is honestly one of my favourites. And I think after being there for about 10 minutes, I remember saying to you, 
I'd just love to live here. Just, yeah, if we were rich. Yeah, if we were rich. <laughs> I think the cheapest house we saw was, it wasn't bad, but it was not a lot million, for your money. Yeah. Um, Two bed, half a million. Yeah, well, but you saw the other one, the, the the flat, I think it was like quarter of a million. Yeah, yeah, there was some more affordable, but... But yeah, it wasn't nothing special at all. Um, but yeah, some of these Gorgeous houses, place. like, just driving into into this place was just stunning. It's like but, going back in time, to be fair. Yeah, it? it really was, yeah. And like, these houses are what? 15th uh, century. Yeah, some of them even, even earlier, I think they were. But yeah, so we went, first of all, so I did a little, a little bit of looking online before we went to see what kind of ghost stories and stuff were in the area. And um, the first one I came across was a tea room. And uh, hey, Can I just say that I know that you're really excited to go places when I know there's loads of ghost stories because then you're like gagging to go and there's obviously a reason behind it. Um, yeah, the tea room, um, te- uh, what was it called? Oh, I know this because it's Tatum. Tatum's. Do you know why I know that? Because I remember Channing Tatum. Oh, of course you did. (laughs) So I thought, oh yeah. How would you forget him? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Tatum's Tea House or Tea Rooms. Make sure I get that right. Um, Yeah. um, It was awesome. Just little, little, um, little building. And I saw when I googled it, it said about the owner, the recent owner. I think she took it over in about 2021. Yeah, it was, was just before lockdown, I remember reading. Yeah, and there was an article um, on her, I think it was in the Suffolk Live or something, and it was saying, she, she was basically saying about how, you know, she's had, since she's had the place, there's been plenty of, like, ghost, ghostly stuff, ghostly happenings, like doors opening, and um, just hearing noises upstairs, and footsteps on the stairs and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, for that reason, you know, had to go check it out. So we took our little one and we went for a little day trip and the first stop was uh yeah this this tea rooms tatums and um yeah it was lovely just as you walk in just tiny little cozy um, all the exposed beams and yeah it was, stunning yeah it just, was really lovely and kind of say the hot chocolates and mm-hmm. the food was amazing yeah so yeah we went upstairs i left a left a little pram downstairs went up the stairs and just like checking it all out and I'm just like trying to sneakily record some videos without looking like a weirdo to all the other people just sitting there <laughs> eating and drinking their cup of tea. And um, yeah, honestly, if, like, if anyone wants to go there, I really recommend it. It was just amazing service. That was it so was friendly. Lovely. And just the place was just, you know, stunning and just, yeah, beautiful. I can't really remember the backstory as to why the place was haunted. No. Can you no? But I don't necessarily. I don't think there necessarily there was, was a, a backstory. But they said that in this article that I read, that it was apparently haunted by like an old what they thought was an old lady, mm. and I don't know why. But yeah, so you know, we had our tea and stuff, and it was. I so say, what did you have? You had a hot chocolate, and hot I had chocolate, a chai latte, whipped cream, marshmallows, the lot, and uh, we had some food as well. And yeah, the food was just so good as well. Enjoyed it a lot, and then. um just just as we were leaving so i'm a bit of a as much as i've got a ghost podcast and stuff and i'm very proud of it and i enjoy it a lot uh i'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to just very forthcoming with just chatting to random strangers whereas (laughs) unlike me i'll chat to anyone you just go up to anyone and be like is this place haunted pretty Uh, much my boyfriend's got a ghost podcast (laughs) and then yeah the conversation goes from there so the girl actually the waitress she was so lovely and friendly and chatty like me 
and she's only been there working for about yeah. a year. She's she only said. like a young girl, maybe yeah. like early twenties, if that. Yeah, um, so lovely. As soon as I mentioned about, we've heard this. It's haunted. She said that she's experienced a knife come flying across the kitchen and landed mm. blade down, stuck in. Yeah. I think it was a work surface or something. Which was really scary. She was basically saying like everyone that works has kind of seen, heard stuff. And, mm. and uh, yeah, really freaky. What other stuff was she saying? Oh, I think the till was talking to her, which, you know, the skeptics out there could say technology going wrong. The Alexa, I think, was also doing weird things and responding. But she just said it was just very eerie and the things it was coming out with was bizarre. Um, oh, the oh lockdown. She said about oh, the, the clock clocks. stopping. Yeah. That's and, crazy. So yeah. they have a clock, basically, you know, just as you walk in on the left-hand side. And they said when lockdown happened, the, the clock downstairs and upstairs, both they stopped. both just stopped working, like, just during lockdown. And then, you know... Again, then, sceptics. Well, maybe the batteries need changing, yeah. or I don't know. But then they came back after lockdown. You know, I'm sure a few of the staff were in there doing a few bits here and mm. there. Oh, yeah, I think they were already in the art school, so they were doing, they were doing some... delivery boxes yes, and stuff. yeah. But yeah, during this time, so they were still in the buildings and those clocks just all of a sudden stopped working. And as soon as lockdown finished, they kind of got back to work, back to normal with all the staff in. The clocks just started working again. Yeah, which we're, is... we're, we're forgetting the main story about that oh, place. Yeah. Go on. The number five. Oh, the number five. Yeah, the that's one thing five. that definitely intrigued us. Just before we do that, um, with regarding the clocks, and remember she also said that we can't, uh, they don't, they can't have a clock on the stairs. Because every time they do, it just like falls and smashes. Oh, I didn't hear her say that. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. one thing she said. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so, but well, it one... would if you put it up because you're not very good at the yeah. DIY. <laughs> <laughs> I once put a guitar on the wall, and uh, it's not the manliest of men. So, but um, yeah, the guitar holder thing. That yeah, guitar was... holder on the wall, and I've got to put some raw plugs in. So um, it fell off the wall. Yeah, one. I think we were in bed or something. We just hear my acoustic guitar just. Fall into the floor. Well, I think if anyone came to ours and removed any pictures or shelves on the wall, there's about 500 holes where Jamie's attempted. And he's got it right eventually. But yeah, if you took anything down, there's just holes in the wall. But I mean, it looks, still looks good. Though. I mean, yeah, the, the pictures holes hide the walls. <laughs> I mean, the pictures hide the holes. Um, but yeah, yeah. So going back to Tatum's <gasps> two rooms. So the number five. five. Yeah. The number this five. This was the, the story that kind of really made us want to mm. go. Yeah. So. Basically, it said in this article that they don't have the, they can't have a table number five because apparently this old lady or whatever spirit is uh, resides in this little tiny tea room doesn't like the number five and yeah, I'm not sure they know why or whatever, but apparently if you know if the number five gets brought up or something then bad stuff starts happening. Yeah, well, I remember her saying, I think the previous owner said that they couldn't have a number five, things would start going terribly wrong. And then I don't know whether with the new owner, they, because the waitress, the young girl, she did say, I think they attempted to have a table number five. And then everything, you know, the glasses were smashing at that table, things were going wrong. Yeah, and it's a weird coincidence or just really spooky, but... Are you just quietly putting your wine I was wine quietly putting my wine glass <laughs> I was like, down. okay. You've just gone very quiet all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, we enjoyed that a lot. And then just as we were leaving, you know, chatting to this this young girl, 
and she, she was just so forthcoming with it and so she was very willing to chat about it and tell us about her experiences and other people there's experiences which was lovely and yeah it just kind of rounded off the the really nice time we had in I the tea room for you know the hour or so we were in there I feel like it's somewhere we definitely could go back because she did say that a lot of other girls working there have experienced things and eerie stuff going on. So it'd be interesting to go back and speak to some other people and, and get their take on it. And it's just an excuse for me to go back because it was really nice. Yeah, like I say at the beginning, it was one of the, you know, the nicest villages I think I've probably ever been to like in the UK. It's just so picturesque and beautiful. And everyone there, every person we kind of met was just so lovely and friendly and and very just yeah welcoming everyone that worked in the shops and stuff. But yeah, it's just a stunning place and really recommend it to anyone. Um, and any yeah. Harry Potter fans. And yeah, Harry Potter fans as well. So there's a couple of buildings there that have been used in a few of the Harry Potter films. I need to is... go back and watch the films now and find, find the house. Uh, so yeah, after we went to the Tatum's Tea Room, we took a little stroll. And then we came across a pub, well, it's actually a hotel, spa, bar called The Swan, which was absolutely stunning. Like, Oh, I'm taking my mum there for her birthday. They do champagne afternoon tea and she's going to love it. Yeah, such, um, like, it's just Google it like, if, if you're interested. But it's just this really big kind of Tudor looking building from the 1500s with all the original wooden beams and it's, it's a huge building so it's just yeah lovely lovely and um so, so we quirky with different rooms and yeah. it's just not it yeah you've just got to see it it's it's really nice definitely going back So yeah, we went into the RAF bar at the Swan initially, just as you walk in on the left-hand side. And uh, yeah, it's really cool in there. They had... You mean right-hand side? No, left-hand side. Is it left-hand side? Yeah. Remember, um, I'm always the one that's right. Oh, yeah, that's what You're you think. You're always the one that's left. I mean, to be fair, my sense of direction's awful, so I... Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was on the left. Left. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the left. And um, yeah, so we walked in there and... Not just... that it actually really matters. Well, it matters where, where we walked, but we went to the left, as I say, and uh, well, yeah, we just got a, got a nice pint and you got like a J2L or an orange juice or whatever it was. And we had a little roam around and sat down and a little one was asleep at this point. So um, we'd heard a story about room 15 at this place at the Swan. Mm, like I say, it's also 15. a hotel. So me being me and didn't want to walk around like a weirdo filming this. Uh, this place whilst people are having their champagne afternoon or, or <laughs> staring standing there in their dressing gown at the spa or <laughs> oh yeah it looked like there was a nice spa and uh so i just gave you my phone and said i don't suppose you could just go and find room 15 and just film it for me and you being you went oh yeah of course no worries <laughs> i thought just... it'd be less dodgy me Going around, you thought it'd be you less in your hoodie and your beanie, looking a bit maybe out of place. So basically, I looked like a tramp, and you I wouldn't say all, tramp. You looked I just looked a bit smarter. And uh, yeah, like I belonged there. <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh, yeah. Cheers, thanks. <laughs> Keep putting me down, why don't you? No. And yeah, so you went off, and uh, next thing I knew is you're walking along with 
one of the bar oh, staff the or whatever. reception guy. Receptionist. He'd only been there a couple of months as well. It was yeah, so no. helpful. Just randomly walked up. I couldn't find room 15, basically. Sense Found of direction is awful. A lot of rooms there, you know. Found lots of, you know, room 20 to 40 up this way and just couldn't find the start. So I thought, oh, I just, I make my life easier. Unlike you, men don't ask for directions. <laughs> I just went straight up to the receptionist and said, can you tell me where room 15 is? And he was like, are you staying here? I was like, no, thinking quick. What do I say? I was like, but I've heard about some ghost he was stories. You, he was looking at you, thinking you're way too poor to stay here. Hey, <laughs> I was like, you know, when something sounds good in your head and it comes out, and you think, "What's he gonna think?" I literally just stood there and said, "No, I'm not a guest here, but I've heard that room 15's really haunted, and I just wanted to take some videos of it." He's just thinking, <laughs> "Oh God, here we go." He said, "Um." Well, there are guests in there at the moment. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to go in the room. Just outside. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Come with me. I just want to see it. So he literally showed me the way to room 15 and stood there whilst I took some videos, which I'm sure you'll see on your Ghost Stories Instagram page. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be posting a little that reel. That was on... me. That was me. And... O- only the number 15, to be fair. All the rest of the video was uh, my handicamera work. I'm not that good. And... Um... Yeah, I was telling him about Jamie's podcast and he's only been there a couple of months, but he was like, oh, wow, yeah, we've heard, I've heard some stories of Room 15. I was like, oh, tell me more. But actually, some people refuse, some that know about this ghost story, refuse to stay in that room. If they if they come to the hotel and they unluckily get Room 15, they're like, nope, don't want to stay there. Um, something he told me that a guest, well, guests, had been woken up in the middle of the night, staying in room 15, to an old lady standing over them shouting, dig, which was pretty weird. And the only thing they can think of is that the swan used to be, I swear he said it was like an old wool uh, mill or wool... I don't know. Well, the whole the area term. of Lavenham was used for like textiles, wasn't it? Back in like the 1500s, that area. Woven got, textile. Yeah, textiles. That whole area got super rich from so textures. I think she textiles. was trying to make them work, which you don't want to do when you're on holiday. <laughs> but there's been some more stories about Room 15 as to why this property is haunted. Can I carry on with that or do you want to say? Enlighten us, please do. Okay, well, firstly, the swan is a former 15th century inn, then becoming a coach house, but is now a prestigious luxury hotel. No one, however, has told the ghost in room 15 this. Dun, dun, dun. Cue your ghost stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. So before we get into that, if you've ever heard, which, you know, if you listen to this every week, which quite a lot of you do, and if you've ever heard the uh, this, this, go on. Your ghost. Just know that it is my That's lovely partner <laughs> whispering in the, and doing the uh, doing well, the little... randomly. You call me up from yeah. downstairs you probably, watching Friends. You're probably like, and, "Oh, we watching Friends, right? Yeah, of course uh, you are." And then you're like, probably can you feeding just, the little uh... one. And uh, I was like, "Sammy, can you just come up here and just whisper your ghost stories?" So and, you uh, did it quite well. That would work. Yeah. I mean, I tried it like ten times, but it just wasn't spooky enough. Mm. So I needed like a, just a, like a female scary. It's a bit more. Whoa. Eerie. It actually, yeah. when he played it back to me, it gave me the creeps. <laughs> so add some reverb, add some echo. Happy days. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to room 15. 
Okay, so a housekeeper who once lived in the Swan back when the hotel was a thriving coaching inn in the 19th century fell pregnant out of wedlock. The baby's father was happy to marry the lady under the circumstances and promised to look after them both. However, on the wedding day, the gentleman had second thoughts and left the pregnant lady standing at the altar. After that, she became inconsolable and very depressed. What is now room 15 in the Swan Hotel was once the housekeeping quarters and it is said that the poor woman was found hanging in the room by one of the inn workers a week after she was supposed to have gotten married. No one knows what happened to her poor child. But there is uh, a few more theories, aren't there? There, That's not the only one. There is. Another version of the story tells of the same lady hoping for a promotion whilst working at the inn, but instead was overlooked, which sent her into a deep depression. A different take on the story, but it ended much the same, with her hanging herself in room 15. So very, very grim. Just reading that makes me not want to stay in room 15. So by the sounds of it, and, you know, it seems to be on record that whatever the story however it goes that a young lady did hang herself in that room and her ghost remains behind to chill the spines of those that dare to cross her path and also as a warning to all newlywed brides Mm -hmm. so if you're planning on getting married uh, or have newly been married don't just just don't go to lavenham for a for a bit maybe (laughs) leave it a few years but just avoid room 15 yeah But um, further sightings, so a security guard was working alone late one night at the Swan Hotel. As he was doing his final checks around the hotel, he came into contact with her, which scared him out of his wit and sent him speeding in the other direction. Several guests have reported to have seen her standing in room 15 in the middle of the night. Oh, creepy. Mm -hmm. No. Didn't you say there was something funny that happened as well? Oh, there is. So another, again, room 15, supposedly, not supposedly, but once a nun was staying in that very room, when she awoke startled to feel the ghost tickling her feet. I'm having none of that. (laughs) I mean, the ghost could have been doing worse things. I think you just missed my joke. Oh, none. Oh, very funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. One of the best stories I read about Room 15 has actually a perfectly rational explanation. So a member of the staff walked into the Room 15 to see Cardinal Wolsey um, in his full red cassock, rochette, mazetta, and wide-brimmed hat over Got his brietta. Oh, I know. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, so Don't sorry. If... <laughs> um, anyway, the Cardinal was aiding a half-naked nun either into or out of her stockings and habit. Um, The poor maid did not stop to ask, and for the next week the talk was of Cardinal Wolseley, the seducer, only to discover that the two ghosts were guests at a fancy dress party further down Water Street, and the Cardinal had been helping his wife get dressed or undressed. So basically, if I got this right... Uh, through all your pronunciations. Um, so basically this guy was dressed up as a, what, what's a cardinal, like a soldier or yeah. some kind of army person? or Yeah. And so he's basically there's some guy and his wife going to a fancy dress party down the road. And, and either wanted maid, a bit of and, what not before. <laughs> and the maid walks in and thinks there's some 15th century or, you know, some 
ghostly figure, you know, in fancy... You know, no, a cardinal. Um, on, what is it? He's a senior member of the clergy of the Catholic Church. Got that oh, totally. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. I think we're thinking of colonel. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, basically this guy... So they're looking very this, religious. This, this maid walks in and sees this, this very... Oh, I can see a picture of him. He looks a bit like the Pope. Um, so, yeah, this maid walks in, sees this guy and... Half-naked nun. That look like they're from the 15th century or whatever. And uh, she just, like, freaks out and was like, screw that, and walks out. And she obviously thought it later was... Yeah, found out later found out that it's just someone in fancy dress. <laughs> Brilliant. And then... Um, Oh, the, my, oh no, the last experience. Uh, so just before we went to leave, it wasn't really an Our experience. third and final Lavenham ghost. No, well, just before we left the swan, so I just went to the toilet to, um, you know. Do a do number s- two. Do some business. <laughs> oh, like they needed to know that. It's been, been a bit backed up. So, uh, <laughs> Timmy, they, they just, didn't need to know that. Just so happened to be in that place. I was like, oh, we're better in a nice... Fancy Gosh. establishment, and the, yeah, the toilets were lovely. So I was like, and we only had one roll of toilet roll at home, and uh, so I thought we'd I'd what, make the it most was going to of... be more than one roll of toilet roll. <laughs> no, I just thought I'd make the most of the nice posh soft toilet roll while I'm there. We have soft toilet roll. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm Andrex, sitting there on the toilet doing my business, and um, I I can just keep hearing like a little faint knock. I'm like, oh god, no, like not now. Like, why, why am I hearing that? And um, Not when just... you need when you're in the middle of a poo. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> too much information. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just kept there as knock, knock, knock. And then um, I just, obviously ignoring it, like thinking, oh God, like, I'm just going to... Continue with the poo. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just trying to get back to you as quickly as, quickly as possible, trying to just figure out what this random knocking was. And um, I think it was a ghost. After about, after a few rounds of knockings, I just heard, Cleaning. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, is this, is this the ghost of a cleaner trying to uh, get my attention? And uh, but yeah, then I just carried on my business. And a couple of minutes later, I washed my hands, came out, and thankfully there was a, a cleaner waiting outside. <laughs> Embarrassingly, <laughs> I've just been ignoring her. Oh, I'm not going to talk to her <laughs> while I'm doing my business. Sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> right. Anyway, that was too much information for most people, I'm sure. Yeah, and it it didn't really have anything to do with a ghost. No, but it was funny because I thought it might. I thought I might. Oh no! It was What's this? Place. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what's on your mind, and it's the last thing when you when you're alone I think if in this I bathroom. I was a ghost. I wouldn't hang out in toilets. It's a bit grim. Yeah, it's a bit weird as well, isn't it? Watching people creepy. go to the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I think of better places to be. Um. Anyway, so then, and we were we visited one more place in Lavenham just before we left, and it's a national trust actually. Uh, but look, looking online, so it's called uh, the Guildhall. I think it was called. And looking online, I couldn't actually find any ghost stories or anything, so I didn't bother filming or anything. We just went to go look around and just, you know, just have a nice little stroll. Cute, chatty Sammy. <laughs> so yeah, we walk in and there's this really lovely uh, older guy, gentleman, on the desk and he's very well educated about the area and the building. And so initially he told us about how the... The build, like, and he told us all about the area and this building in particular was used for creating, uh, was it wool? Not wool, like uh, textiles, like cloth, that was it. Uh, so like this very specific type of blue cloth back in, you know, 1500s. And so yeah, you just, you know, there's, you know, five or six rooms. You can go downstairs to the basement, 
upstairs and he just told us a little bit about the history of the place and we just had a roam around went in there very long but also it wasn't very very expensive like compared to some other national trust places that we've been and i think we paid ended up paid like you know, eight quid or something and we just roamed around looking it's pretty cool as well because they had um a lot of it wasn't just about kind of textiles and cloth it was also used as a prison at one point or like a holding what would you call it like uh basically when some people were like stealing and stuff oh like a prison it was like kind of like a prison yeah oh. yeah the, in the garden there was actually like a little prison you didn't go out there but i went and had a look and there's just this really small building with cells like uh, bars on it which oh, I, I couldn't imagine going in there they, they looked horrible dingy you know cold and yeah so it's cool cool stuff like that as well which i was surprised there's not been any documented uh ghost stories like online that are quite i, th- I think i did see most haunted had maybe done like an investigation or something there but i didn't hear any like stories and yeah so it was just really cool to just roam around and look at well, yeah, we're only what, in there, what, 20 minutes, half an hour or so. Well, yeah, because like you said, the it's um, what they did there, it was the woolen cloth trade. But mm. that that building and what they did there um, made it one of the richest towns in England. So it's, yeah, yeah very famous. That's what this guy on the desk was saying to us, is basically because they as I invented this cloth and they were uh, sending it all around Europe at that time. It made lavanum extremely extremely wealthy like like the people that were living there in that trade were just making like a shed ton of money very very quickly and that's what you know there's these all these beautiful buildings and um but yeah so then you stayed inside with the little one because she didn't have a coat on and i went outside to just have a look around the gardens and this little jail thing and just as i'm walking Sammy always does this everywhere we go. Like I, I wouldn't just go up to someone and be like, "So is this place haunted? Do you have any ghost stories?" But as I was like, I was walking, I could see her through the window chatting to this guy on the desk, and I could lip read her saying ghost stories. I was like, "Okay, oh, here we go." I didn't say it as freaky as that. <laughs> like, "Hey, do you have any ghost, ghost stories?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I could, I could just tell what she was asking him, which you know I don't mind. And you're welcome. Yeah, I, I appreciate you doing it because I wouldn't have the balls to just go up to someone you probably I, I think they're gonna think oh who's this idiot and you know ghosts and stuff is not for everyone but surprisingly every person with you've approached about it has been very forthcoming and you know, i think they're very open whether they're a skeptic or not they're very keen to talk about whether they believe in ghosts and had experience or if they're a skeptic and why they don't believe in ghosts so it's quite interesting either way but yeah, I mean, I'll leave this to you because you had the conversation with him. Uh, so yeah, what did he say? Oh yeah, so he had some ghost stories of his own, not necessarily um, at the Guild Hall. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he. oh yeah, I walked in at this point and he did go on to tell us that when he was very, very young, about three or five, four. I think he said about four, four or five, yeah. No, it was three or four. Okay, but, yeah. I mean, you said four or five, so. And um so he was his mum was I was telling the oh, story oh sorry go on treat yourself <laughs> well he said that oh now I'm worried I'm going to miss bits out and you'll wish you told it but when he was younger he'd go to bed and he would feel somebody sitting next to him and could feel and hear their heavy breathing 
and bless him at such a young age it freaked him out and he used to tell his mum but he said his mum was very sort of aware of of very sensitive yes ghost spirit so was a believer but at such a young age he told us that he referred to this spirit ghost sitting on his bed he felt them you know the dip in the bed you can just sense if someone's next to you and the breathing he called them a hippopotamus no no he he said that the only thing he was he didn't know anything about ghosts or anything never heard about ghosts. he was so young he he didn't know what a ghost was the only thing he was scared of in the entire world was hippopotamuses (laughs) so he kept telling his mom the hippopotamus (laughs) is sitting on my bed again last night she's like okay dear And uh, yeah, bless him. I mean, that must have been pretty terrifying. Did he, something else as well, did he say? Um, well, he, he said he's... So he hasn't necessarily seen anything in the Guildhall where he worked. Oh, yes. But Going back to the Guildhall, which would probably be more relevant. Mm, he was doing um, he, sort of checks at night, closing up and just... Well, just checking everything was in the right place and nothing's been tampered with, etc. So first of all, yeah, he said that you know, if he's there at night or whatever doing these checks, when he's upstairs on the second, on the first floor, he said he just gets this real uncomfortable feeling and, you know, something's just kind of not right up there. That cold chill. And then the other story that he told was, so so there's an attic which is closed off to the public, but, you know, the staff every now and then have to do these checks. And he was saying one day he went up the stairs to this attic and on the second to top stairs was these photo frames that were normally hung in one of the rooms where the public can go. And he went down to his boss's uh, office and said, oh, why is why are these photo frames um, here? Like thinking she'd just moved them. Well, know. it was so odd, wasn't it? Because he's going upstairs and they've just been placed. Yeah, they're just on sitting the on the stairs. Yeah. And uh, she, he says she went white, and he said yeah, she went yeah. He pale said what, and... what? What photos were they? No, I think it was she asked which photos, and when yeah. he said which photos, yeah, she it. went pale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he told her which photos it was, and she was like, "Oh God!" And she said, "That's happened before with those exact same photos." The exact same photos. She said, "Like no, none of the staff around. had anything. Yeah, none of the staff had moved them." But they just randomly, this one set of photo, which was uh, two specific guys from, I think, World War One or something. Um, oh, I can't remember. Because it was from the World War One room. And yeah, so this these photos just kept kind of, dis- keep, you know, they just keep randomly appearing in this. Being moved. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think, was, oh, that, was that the only story that he told? Yes, there was the story about um, when people were in the, used to live there or they used to make these marks above fireplaces. Oh, yeah, so this is, this is not really like anything to do with kind of ghosts or anything. Obviously, well, wi- witches and stuff. To prevent witches, yeah. spirits, demons. That, in that period, obviously, people were a lot more superstitious and there were, you know, claimed to be witches and stuff. And The only hunters. way to get in was through the chimney. Yeah, because that was the only open access, he was mm. saying. So all the doors and windows were obviously shut but the chimney's kind of open. And yeah, if you look, as you walk in on the very right-hand side, the first room above the fireplace, there's loads of these notches in the wood, which look like, you know, claw marks or scratches. And yeah, he said those were done back then to prevent evil, you know, spirits, witches, evil forces from coming down the chimney. <laughs> yeah, it was quite eerie looking at them, sort of all the marks made, because obviously they strongly believed they were doing that to prevent spirits, so... 
but he was uh, such a lovely, forthcoming, welcoming guy and you know, very happy to share his stories. Yeah, and he said he's got a few more, so yeah. hopefully I, he might make I left an appearance. Him, I left him episode. with uh, the website and he sounded pretty keen to come on and have a chat. So hopefully he will. Hopefully we'll hear from him and because uh, he's, he's a very good storyteller as well. Um, oh, so way. interesting. Yeah, yeah in, fascinating guy. So it'd be great to get him on and, you know, if he's listening to this, you know, please do. Please do email us and um, get, get in touch, touch. and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do that episode because we'd love that. And correct us on anything we might have got wrong there. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our trip to Lavenham today. Yeah, um, we'll definitely be back though. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was a great day. Definitely go back and there's more places to visit as well. So when I was looking online, there's I think it's someone's house. I don't think you can go in there, but there's something called the Devere House, which has lots of stories. There's the Crooked House, which has a lot of stories, which you can also see online. Can't and miss it. It's bright orange. Where we parked the car as well. There's, um, I think there's another pub and it's called The Angel. And I saw that that has some stories as well. So I think, you know, as it's only half an hour up the road from us, we'll probably go back and check out some of these other places and, and uh, yeah, chat to some more people. But yeah, it was good, really good day. And I'd totally recommend it to you know anyone that lives kind of in this area. It's worth the drive as well. That you know we've visited so many places in the UK, and this place, Lavenham in Suffolk, really stood out. It's just so such a nice place. Your ghost stories. Your ghost stories. Sorry, I can't take you seriously sitting there in your box. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good uh, job it's not being filmed yeah not that you'd... <laughs> uh, right so anyway yeah i'm gonna go put some clothes Boxes on and socks uh-huh. oh and a t-shirt obviously yeah yeah oh yeah but yeah anyway i'm gonna go put some clothes on and uh do some wash up some bottles and get back to re- reality but yes um, thank you uh, sammy for joining me hope everyone listening at home has enjoyed sammy on the podcast i think it's you know it's different kind of for what we normally do but it's been really fun and i think um you know rather than just being serious and it's fun to just you know chat chat some i love a chat yeah sammy loves a chat if you haven't discovered if you haven't realized throughout this uh, episode she just loves chatting to anyone and everyone so yeah thanks sammy for joining me and i hope everyone listening at home has enjoyed it and if you have please do let us know on Instagram comments or, you know, we're at TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You can leave comments there and just let me know what you thought of this episode. And if you enjoyed it, we'll uh, definitely get Sammy back. And every time we go visit these places, um, we can have a little discussion about it. And we, we will be doing another one because recently, just over like New Year's, we went to Devon, where Sammy's from, where some of her stories in episode 11 came from. So if you haven't heard that, please do Talkie. go listen to that. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Some interesting yeah. facts about Torquay. Oh, yeah. We went to a couple of places in Torquay called the, well, the we, Spanish Barn. Spanish Barn at the Abbey. And then we went to... And then in near Totnes, or in Totnes, if I get that, uh, Barry Pomeroy, one of the most haunted yeah. castles in England. That's, that's what the claim is, isn't it? What, the most haunted, one of the most haunted locations in England. Yeah. So yeah, we went there and just had a little run. That's a like national heritage place. So you just, you know, pay a little admission fee and, and yeah, we or, roamed around there and Sammy's got some stories about when she was a bit younger and, uh, decided to jump over the wall at night yeah. <laughs> with some friends and check it out. Seemed like a good idea at the time. 
So we'll hear all about that in uh, an upcoming episode. But yeah, hope you've enjoyed it, everyone listening. And uh, yeah, like I say, please do let us know in the comments. And uh, yeah, any any last words, Sammy? No, just uh, definitely take a listen to the uh, talky one because there will be an interesting fact as to why you will find the most people in England that believe mm. in ghosts live in Torquay. Yeah, or if you want to find out a bit sooner, I think I'll probably talk about it. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of reels on TikTok and Instagram, just talking about the stories and stuff. So yeah, come find us at Your Ghost Stories Podcast. Thank you very much. All right, Elvis. Pleasure chatting to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> was it pleasure chatting to me or the guests both you uh, i guess i mean the the uh, listeners the guests but yeah anyway sweet dreams sweet dreams <laughs>